Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome here, everybody. Today, we're back with another great episode for y'all, and we're going to have a really great discussion about striving for fruit in the spiritual realm. In our lives, we strive for fruit, but we ignore the roots. What I mean by that is we think that we can be super spiritual without actually being spiritual, Mm -hmm. without being real about it, without getting serious about it. So that's going to be today's discussion, and I'm really looking forward to it. This is something that I had written down in my notes for a blog post idea a long, long time ago, and I just figured it was better to actually come on the podcast and have a discussion with you guys about it mm-hmm. rather than writing about it. I just think it's easier to talk through this and share our thoughts with you, and I think that it's a really valuable discussion that a lot of people would be encouraged by. So yeah. that's what we're going to talk about today, but Maddie, I want you to catch us up on just a few of the things that have been happening on the blog and maybe um, the past episode as well in case anybody may have missed it and just a few of those things. Yeah, so we have been just chugging away on the blog. Mm -hmm. Uh, New blog posts go up every Thursday. It's been really, really great recently. I think we've had some really good blog posts that are just very relatable for the times that we're living in Mm -hmm. and just the different things that you may be experiencing in your walk with Jesus. And then on the podcast, we kind of did a little two-part thing ish mm-hmm. <laughs> where first we talked about whether it's okay for Christians to cuss or not that was called Christians and cussing and then our last episode our latest episode before this one was about using the Lord's name in vain and mm-hmm. whether that is acceptable and just whether we should be saying those kinds of things on social media in conversations and so that one was how OMG is belittling our view of God a really really great one we had a great time recording that one because I think that's just a very relevant topic for right now because Mm -hmm. lots of people don't know. They may know like, yeah, we shouldn't say things like that. We shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain, but they don't necessarily know why. So we got into a few of those things, read some very helpful verses, and it was just a really great episode. Absolutely. All right, let's jump into this topic. So again, I just want to share this line with you guys that I've been wrestling with. Maddie and I both, I I read it in my notes to her tonight, and she was like, yes, I think we need to talk about that. It's just one that we can relate with. It's a great topic because we see so much of this in the American church today. Mm -hmm. And so here's the line, striving for fruit while ignoring the roots. Striving for fruit while ignoring the roots. And why I think we see so much of what we do in the American church is because people want to appear super religious. Mm-hmm. We want to appear super spiritual. We go with all the cliches and we say them during our prayers and all those things, but yet we really have no real and genuine relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to show up on Sunday occasionally and just kind of appear like we have ourselves together. We have our lives together. Jesus really loves us and we really love him and it's going great, right? That we're just some stellar Christian out here living in the world, sharing the gospel and doing all that we're commanded to do. While that is good that at least we're thinking about it in some way, like I don't want to come off snobbish and say, oh my goodness, that's terrible that they're even thinking that they, they should be in church or they should read scripture, they should be sharing the gospel. But what I mean is that we're doing it with the wrong motives. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, 
I think that that's almost just as bad as not even doing it at all. Yeah. Because when we come to Christ and we're like, hey, I'll just check the box, right? You guys have heard us say that before. We want to check the box of going to church on Sundays, of making sure that we've read scripture at least once a week or whatever it may be for you, that you feel like, okay, this makes me spiritual. This makes me religious. This Mm -hmm. makes me a Christian. And this may get me closer to Jesus or make me look like at least I know what I'm doing. That can be done with the wrong motive and with the wrong heart. And that's almost as bad as not even doing any of it at all. Mm -hmm. And so we want to talk about what does it look like to actually get serious, which is what we're always talking about, right? Mm -hmm. How to actually get serious about being serious for Jesus. And that comes down to really just examining the roots in our lives and not just striving for this great fruit, this appearance on the outside that, okay, I look like a great Christian, but yet I'm really not inside. So, Maddie, I want you to just kind of share your thoughts on this. I'm going to read from John 15. You guys probably, if you're familiar with scripture, you've probably heard this verse before, or if you've been in church, then you probably know it as well. But I think it's a really great passage that helps us to understand what the Lord means by this. How do we actually examine the roots of our lives and be genuine in our faith instead of faith? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's kind of sad the way that Christianity has been portrayed to a lot of people in the Mm. American church because I think that as of late, we have messed it up and we haven't been teaching people that while Christianity is really, really hard and it's difficult to fight your flesh and Mm -hmm. to follow Jesus because everything that he wants us to do goes completely opposite of what our fleshly desires want. Mm -hmm. And so we're not telling people, firstly, that Christianity is difficult, but then we're also not encouraging them with the fact that Christianity is totally worth it. It's worth the suffering, Mm -hmm. and what your suffering produces can be so impactful for eternity. And so, I think that just in the American church, we need to really get serious about telling people some of the harsh realities of Christianity and, like, explaining to them that just because you can rattle off all these sayings that are well-known in Christian realms, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you yourself are a Christian, that you really believe in Jesus and what he does for you and that you have a personal relationship with him this is ruining people's lives and it's ruining their relationship with Jesus. And I think that it's really sad to see that kind of thing Mm -hmm. because sometimes they don't know any different. Now, we have also had a lot of people in our life who we have called them to that really difficult Christianity where you do go against everything that the world wants you to do and everything that your flesh wants you to do. And they have continued with that show and, you know, they pray and they can say the whole, you're with us in the hills and valleys, (laughs) ignite a fire here, you know, purify our hearts, bring us before your throne. They can say all these different things that are Mm well-known. They can put on a great show where they look like the best of Christians. But really, in their personal lives, there is no Jesus happening there. And it's very, very sad to watch because we have tried to pour into people like that and we've tried to help them. And some people get it. And when they get it, it's great. And they do benefit from the suffering that they go through for a little while where you Mm -hmm. have to maybe cut people out of your life like we were talking about a few weeks ago. You have to change your language like we were talking about last week. You have to stop listening to this or watching that. I think that when you get it, it's totally, totally worth it. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. (laughs) Totally. Totally (laughs) worth it. (laughs) But I think that it's exhausting to put on a show. It Mm -hmm. really, really is. Well, and you can't do it for very long. No. And that's what I think we've seen in the the people that we try to pour into is that whenever they start putting on the show, it's like really, really good, right? Mm -hmm. But as time goes on, it's like, okay, we don't have time for this show anymore. And so then it just kind of dies out and then there's nothing there. So that's why I was saying like sometimes 
putting on that show and acting like we're super spiritual and religious and we know all the cliches and we know all the things, sometimes that's just as bad as not even doing it because that's probably where you're going to end up if that's what you're living in, if that's what you're doing, if that's the Christianity that you're practicing mm-hmm. right now in your life. If it's just superficial and it's surfacey and it's fluff, then it's not going to get you anywhere. And eventually, you're going to be so sick of putting on that show for people and showing up and putting the time and effort into put on the show that Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to put it on anymore. Yeah. And while we were talking about why we want to produce fruit, but we don't care about the roots, Mm -hmm. this goes right along with the show stuff. Because when you are putting on that show, that means that you don't necessarily care about what Jesus may be thinking about you or what a real relationship with him looks like. And Mm -hmm. so, that does get exhausting very fast, like Lily mentioned. But that is because we don't have that foundation and those roots that we're building off of where the American church is telling people, hey, Christianity is difficult. You're going to have to make sacrifices, but it is totally what you're supposed to be doing. It is so important. Eternity is way more important than Mm -hmm. anything you're doing here. If you want to continue putting on the show, then that's fine, but that is not getting you anywhere except to this breaking point Mm -hmm. where either you turn your life around and you get your priorities right or you just leave Jesus in the dust and you don't care about it anymore. And so, I think that this is why the American church needs to get much more radical about preaching things like this because Mm -hmm. when people know this, then you give them a clear decision of are you going to follow Jesus or are you going to put on a show? And Mm -hmm. if you're going to put on a show, the show's not even worth it. But if you want to follow Jesus, it's going to be great. And so, I think that if we have those roots, if we know Jesus died on the cross for me, he lived a perfect and sinless life, he set us an example to follow, Mm -hmm. we have scripture to read, we have people to encourage us. If we have roots like that, then it's going to be way easier to produce good fruit because if you're following that example that Jesus has given us, if you're reading that scripture that he has given us, then you are automatically going to start living more and more like Jesus every day and that show is slowly going to fade and your relationship is going to become real. Yeah, no longer is it a show. It's actually genuine. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to please God, so I'm going to go to church. I want to please God, so I want to read his word. I want to know what he says. I want to know what he expects of me. I want to give him my all in every single part of my life. So, okay, let's turn to John 15 here. I have always loved this scripture. It's just different. It's it's what I love to talk about. Like, it's what we're passionate about here at The Pew. And I know that it's an overly used passage. Okay, mm-hmm. I get that. So, I understand when people use scripture like this and they use it excessively and it's kind of out of context sometimes and all that yeah. stuff. Whenever somebody reads it, sometimes I cringe because I'm like, why are you using and that? It's so everyone sad. uses it. Because yes. there are good verses and everything. But right. then it's like, everyone uses this one right. so we can't use it because everyone knows that one. (laughs) Yeah, we have definitely felt like that before. Okay, John 15, I'm going to read verses 1 through 8, and this is where Jesus is talking about the vine and the branches, and I just love this so much. So, I'm going to read it to you, and then we will unpack it a little bit together. Verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you, just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit, because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. 
If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. I love this passage of scripture because I think that this is exactly what we're missing in so many Christian circles and so many small groups and so many churches and mega churches and the the sermons that you hear online or watch on Instagram, you know, the one minute sermon clips or whatever. I think this is what we're missing. We miss that it's about having this personal relationship with Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not about the cliches. It's not about thinking that you're religious. It's not about thinking that you are spiritual or appearing to be spiritual. It's actually being spiritual. And that only comes by remaining in the Lord, having Mm -hmm. a personal relationship with him. You're devoted to him. He is your all. He's your only priority in life. That's how we produce fruit true fruit. That's how we produce fruit that matters, that is effective for the kingdom. You cannot produce true spiritual fruit without Jesus. You Mm -hmm. just can't. It may look like fruit, it may resemble fruit, but it won't be the real thing. And so I want you to understand this, especially if you're new in your faith, if you're kind of wondering, okay, how do I live this thing out? How do I get serious about this? Maybe you've been a Christian for 50 years. Like wherever you are on the spectrum here, it's the same for every single one of us. Mm -hmm. We have a sin problem. We needed a savior. We needed him to be our only solution. And he is, he did that for us on the cross. He died and he was able to forgive us of our sin. And we are now able to have eternal life with him. And that only comes by remaining in him and having this personal relationship with him. And that comes by not ignoring the roots. That comes by mm-hmm. building slowly. And and that's something that I think so many people miss out on and don't really pay attention to because they're like, man, I need to get my whole life together and I need to be this perfect Christian right now today. Listen, guys, that's not going to be it, probably. We get saved and you you may have this amazing, powerful experience with Jesus where you come to him and you have this amazing testimony, whatever it is, however you came to Jesus, it's going to be amazing, okay? Like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you have a Damascus Road experience like that big and you were blinded and, yeah. you know, light and all <laughs> that stuff. It may not look like that, but any coming to Jesus story is going to be amazing because you came to Jesus, right? You realized who he was and how he changed your life and what he did for you. And that's what we ignore sometimes. We ignore the roots. We ignore the small beginnings. Man, where is that verse? I love that verse where it says, do not despise small beginnings. Mm -hmm. I forget somewhere in the Old Testament, I think. I just read it not that long ago, but I love that verse because how often do we despise small beginnings? right? We look at small beginnings and we're like, eh, that's not going to get me famous. (laughs) That's not going to get me a million followers on Instagram. Yeah. That's not what's going to get me a mega church. That's not what's going to get me up on the church worship team or the youth serving team or, you know, whatever it is that you're like, hey, I'm a super spiritual (laughs) Christian if I get on that, right? That's not going to get you there. But if you actually examine the roots and you you tend to the roots and you ask God to change your heart and you ask him to really intervene in your heart and your selfishness and your pride and the things going on in your heart, I think that that's where true fruit comes from. And mm-hmm. it may be years, guys. It may be years. Yeah. And it's not always going to start off big. And yet that's what we always expect. That's what we always think is going to happen. And I just want to encourage you today, if you're in that small beginning stage in your relationship with Jesus, don't despise it. Don't think that, oh my goodness, he's not using me or he's not working or he's not doing enough or I'm not doing enough or I don't understand it. Listen, work hard in your relationship with Jesus. Put Mm -hmm. in the effort. Give him the time he deserves. Make him your only priority. 
like Maddie was saying earlier, get rid of those friends that are bad influences that draw you back into that sin. Doesn't mean that you can't go share the gospel with them. Just go listen to that episode. I'm not going to go into all that today, yeah. but you you get what I'm saying. I always feel like I need to say that because when, when people hear us say, oh, get rid of those friends or get rid of the bad influences, they think, okay, well, I have to cut all ties and I yeah. can't ever talk to them again. No, but you stop the hanging out process and you stop all that. You have to and, be more careful. Right. And so I just think that those are the things that we ignore mm-hmm. and we idolize this super spectacular vision in our heads if this even makes sense i don't know but like this this idea in our heads that it's going to be grand mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not grand like yeah. sometimes it's hard sometimes it's painful sometimes it's experiencing really hard things in your life that bring you even closer to jesus like for me i've written about this so much on the blog which this hasn't been written about in a while because we've had other things going on and we're kind of at the standstill in the story. But with Rocky, you know, like that was kind of my experience of like the Lord growing me, but it was super hard and it was super yeah. painful. And it was like, Lord, it was, slow. it was so slow, <laughs> really slow. so slow. And it's still slow now. Like we're at the standstill where we don't even really know where Rocky is. We don't know what he's doing. We don't know if what we poured into him is doing anything at all. Yeah. But yet you still have this hope. You still have this this expectation that God is doing something because you don't ignore the roots. You know, like I know that in Rocky's heart, he's been taught how to live for Christ. And so you want that and you pray for that. And sometimes it's it's really slow. And so I want to encourage you that if you're in that small beginning, if you're in that time where the Lord wants you to examine you and your heart and get right with him before you're like going out and sharing with others and doing all that stuff in more of a public setting, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times that's really good. Yeah. And one thing that we have always loved about this John 15 thing is that like just in that short passage of scripture, it says remain like eight or nine times. Yeah. And that's just like constantly repetitive just in that one spot. Mm -hmm. And all throughout scripture, you know, the Lord teaches us to remain in him. That's the only way that we're going to make it in this super tough and crazy world. And it's the only way we're going to make it in a pure and righteous way when we remain in him. And just picturing a tree is a great example because if you cut down a tree and you separate it from the roots, it's Mm going to die. That's the ugly truth. It's going to die. It's going to wither. It is not going to be able to survive on its own. Mm -hmm. And so why do we act like we can have the tree part, which is full of being spiritual and putting Mm -hmm. on that show, but then we have no roots? Like, why do we act like that's going to work? I just, I ask myself that all the time. (laughs) Why do we think this stuff is going to work? It's just our crazy messed up human mentality, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to read one verse to wrap up, which is Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. And it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. I love that it shows us where the Lord places us and what those roots signify. You know, he places us by the water, which could be scripture, prayer, himself. He plants us by these things that are going to help us, that are going to help us survive in the times of drought and when things get really rough and when the heat is closing in around us. I just think that that's such a beautiful illustration because it's not like the Lord gives us these roots and then plants us in the middle of the desert. 
yeah. with no other resources. Right. He gives us the water. He gives us different things that are going to help us. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is utilize those resources that he's given us. And so I think that that's just very encouraging for me personally is that like we have this firm foundation yeah. in the Lord and he has given us the ability to grow in such magnificent ways, in such crazy, crazy ways that we could never imagine, that we could never orchestrate on our own. And he just gives us so many things and provides for us in so many ways that we wouldn't even think about. So I just want to encourage you today, like, look at your roots. What is your relationship with Jesus built on? Is it built on a show? Is it just built on those cliches that you can use so that you sound spiritual? Or is it built on a biblical foundation Mm -hmm. where you are remaining in the Lord constantly? You're relying on him for your growth and he is the one that's sustaining you. Yes, I had one really quick thing to add. Our mom, we were talking about this topic with her beforehand and she brought up just kind of like the tree example of how bamboo grows and how it literally works out this intricate and detailed and specialized root system, right? Beneath Mm -hmm. the dirt, beneath the ground, in secret, in private for like five years or something, right? It was something crazy. I I forget exactly what she said, but for many years, this bamboo stick is working out its root system and growing and thriving under the ground, right? Mm -hmm. No one sees it. No one even knows it's there, but it's growing. It's an, an amazing process. And then all of a sudden, it starts to grow up out of the ground and become actual bamboo above ground, right? But it has to have that root system first to mm-hmm. grow. That and to, small beginning. Right. It, to do what it was made to do and to be what it was made to be. And that's the same exact way with Christians and how God intends it to be for us. And I think that if we focus so much on, well, I need everyone to see me and I need it yeah. to be grand and I need to, to show off to everybody like Maddie's been talking about, then we've ignored the small beginnings. Mm-hmm. We have. We've done exactly what scripture tells us not to. The Lord does some of his best work, I believe, when people aren't watching. Yeah. I've seen many Christians get held up on that, get held up on the fact that that people have to see everything, that people have to be a part of everything, that people have to know everything. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, that's just not where it's at. That's not where scripture tells us it's at. Oftentimes, if that's your mindset, and if this is your mindset, I would encourage you start practicing examining your roots and examining where the Lord really wants you and who he wants you to be by praying alone in private. Don't tell anybody. Don't let anybody see you. Pray in private. I'm not saying exclusively, like obviously. Yeah. Pray with others and do don't that. Don't pray but, with anybody else. Don't ever right. let them hear you. No, <laughs> but, just don't, but don't be like the Pharisee who went up yeah. and prayed in front of everyone just because everybody, he knew everybody would hear him and he knew all the cliches and he knew every yeah. single spiritual and religious thing he needed to say to sound grand and everybody thought he was great, right? But mm-hmm. he had no roots. He had fake fruit that was worth nothing because he ignored his roots, because he he ignored the small beginnings. So I would just leave you with that. Yeah, that's a great point. All right. We're going to wrap up in prayer. It's a little bit of a shorter episode today. I know. We're doing great. We (laughs) don't usually do very good on time. Anyway, we're going to wrap up in prayer. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for the opportunity to just sit down and talk about some of the things that you laid on our hearts. And I pray that you would just use this episode to encourage those who are listening to examine uh, where their roots are at and who they are relying on for their growth and what is sustaining them. And I pray that you would just help them, if it's not you, to change that in their lives and that you would help all of us to just grow every day in our reliance on you and that we would just remain in you constantly and that it would be a conscious decision 
to take up our cross every day and to be exactly who you call us to be away from everyone else, away from what the world wants us to do. I pray that you would just help us to be powerful Christians, even if what you're doing in our life is private and not everybody else can see it. I pray that we would just cherish that and just dwell in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You guys know we appreciate it. And I would just encourage you, make sure that you're on our blog email list. Um, Maddie and I are starting to look at some more things, just starting to dream yeah. a little bit about what we want to do with that and maybe some more special content geared mm-hmm. towards people who are on the email list and some exclusive content maybe soon. I'm not saying yeah. that it's going to be like right now, but maybe <laughs> one <week>. day. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but we are looking into that. So make sure that you're signed up. That's an easy way that you can stay in contact with us despite all of our tech craziness these days with yeah. things going down and being censored and all that stuff. So make sure you can stay in contact with us because we definitely want to keep that contact with you and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Bye guys. <laughs>